0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode of uh, RingScoops Q&A right here on Ringscoops.com. I am your host, the webmaster, Wade Needham. And uh, what a week it's been, right? World of professional wrestling, some interesting stuff going on. WWE issuing out their uh, fourth quarter earnings for 2019. Eh? Eh? Stocks going down? Yeah, good stuff, right? Okay, so... This show is Q and A. It's not news or anything like that, of course, unless somebody brings it up. But uh, yeah, you guys ask the questions. I give my answers. It's all done through the Ring Scoops Instagram. If you want to submit uh, questions, follow Ring Scoops on Instagram at Ringscoops, Look out for the uh, Instagram story where you can submit your question. It usually goes up at least once a week. Or at least every seven to ten days, keep an eye out. That's the frequency of this podcast. Um, of course, after I get back from Vegas next week, you know, hopefully I can continue uh, doing a more regular schedule. Um, I kind of have an idea, a plan for these podcasts. But anyway, uh, Q and A. So I've got some submissions here, and uh, we'll just get right to them. So here we go, guys. Uh, the first question is, who is your favorite wrestler? Well, I kind of have two answers to that. I have my favorite wrestler of all time, and I have my favorite wrestler at the moment. And I might even be able to subcategorize some of that, you know, like favorite tag team, favorite singles, favorite, um, favorite female, favorite male, you know, stuff like that. So... Um, Favorite of all time. The Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. I tell you the the moment I became a Shawn Michaels fan. It was the first show I ever went to. It was December 1990. And the match was supposed to be a tag team match. It was supposed to be Power and Glory. Paul Roma and Hercules going up against the Rockers. Shawn Michaels and Marty Janetti. And Power and Glory came out. And then the Rockers came out. Shawn Michaels had a cast on one of his legs. And they talked to the referee. And the referee had the ring announcer make the announcement that uh, it wasn't going to be a tag team match. It was going to be a one-on-one match. It was going to be Paul Roma versus Marty Jannetty. And so halfway through the match, referee gets distracted. Paul Roma starts talking some smack to Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels, as the cast, he's got a crutch and all that stuff, right? So, Paul Roma's got his attention over on Shawn, and Shawn Michaels cracks the the uh, um, the crutch over the head of Paul Roma. Uh, Shawn Michaels, I mean uh, Marty Janetti, uh, rolls up Paul Roma for the one, two, three. As, uh, Hercules slides in the ring, Sean takes the cast off and, uh, cracks it over Hercules, head and the rockers celebrate and the crowd went nuts. I was like, oh man, six or seven. Yeah. I was seven years old. I think it was from that moment forward, man. I was a Shawn Michaels fan. Shawn Michaels, my my all time favorite. Um, of course, you know, when he turned on, on Marty, uh, I, I, I was a Marty fan for a while. Um, but Sean, even as a heel back then, and even as, as young as I was, I, it's just, it was hard to not cheer for the guy because he was just that damn good in the ring. But yeah, Shawn Michaels, my all time favorite wrestler. Uh, currently going right now, um, uh, my favorite tag team going on right now, uh, man, probably, uh, I, I, I used to really dig the revival lately with what they got going on. Not so much. Uh, heavy machinery is a fun tag team to watch. Um, always enjoy seeing what they can, can cook up, uh, Curt Hawkins and Zack Ryder. Good tag team as well. Uh, those are some of my favorites. Uh, as far as, uh, singles, male superstars, um, Definitely digging AJ Styles. Took, it took a long time for me to to warm up to AJ Styles over the years too, but alas, I am an AJ Styles fan. Ah, uh, I enjoy Roman Reigns' work. I enjoy Kevin Owens at times. Um, digging the uh, the return of Edge. What they're doing with him so far. Uh, um. Let's see, who else? Uh, Adam Cole is one of my favorites as well. Velveteen Dream is another one of my favorites. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa, really digging his work as well. As far as uh, female talent goes, Shayna Baszler is pretty badass. Um, I'm digging her. Uh, Alexa Bliss, ah man, I got a special place in my heart for Alexa Bliss. She is without a doubt my favorite female competitor of all time and that's saying something considering how relevantly new she is to you know uh wrestling uh today, right? But yeah, uh Alexa Bliss is is fantastic. So, there you go. Um well, and I got my I got my Amazon Echo Dot uh talking to me over here. Uh okay. The next question Is, uh, what are your favorite wrestling shows? Well, um, Monday night raw is always going to have a special place in my heart. I just, I, I have to tune into raw for as many years as I've been watching it, you know, for as many, uh, decades I've been watching Monday night raw. It's just, it's woven into my Monday nights. That's easily one of my favorites. I mean, sure, it's a roller coaster at times. Sometimes we get some really bad episodes, but it, it, you know, we also we also get some really good episodes. Uh, I wish I could say the same for SmackDown. As far as uh, you know, me having a place in my heart for it, um, I, I easily it's the same as you know, you got some really bad episodes, some really good episodes. That, that goes without saying about any program you watch wrestling or not uh but it's hard for me to get around to like actually just taking time out to watch smackdown um for some reason when it was on tuesday nights i paid more attention to it than right now when it's on fridays i don't know why maybe it's because it was just easier to remember like oh yeah you know you're raw on mondays and smackdown on tuesdays back to back right and then of course nxt on wednesdays and now there's really nothing I mean other than NWA in the afternoon and impact at night and uh AEW dark on YouTube for Tuesdays. When did I get an AEW in a minute. But you know I N, NWA I would I would I would put that in, in there as one of my favorites to watch. Um I do really like the fact that it is like a YouTube based one, right? So you can just You'll watch it live with, with a premiere. I mean, not like live live, but, you know, a live premiere. You can watch it anytime you want. Same with MLW. Um, definitely love to keep tabs on them. As far as, like, AEW goes, I keep tabs on them. Once in a great while, I'll tune in and watch, like, a full episode and, and see where it's at. I just can't get into the AEW product. I can't get into the characters or the stories or anything like that. I just, I just It's not for me. It's not for me. Uh, I know there's other events that take place. Like, wow, Women of Wrestling, right? I've been meaning to get into watching that. It's just I always forget. But there's always going to be Monday Night Raw. I'm definitely going to keep tabs on NXT, NWA, Um, Impact. I used to watch like religiously when it first came out as TNA Uh, up until maybe a year after the whole Hogan and Bischoff thing, right? Um, And then I took some time off from watching uh, TNA and Impact. And then like two years ago, I got back into watching it again. But ever since they signed Joey Ryan, uh, I just kind of... Like, I keep track of, like, kind of what's going on over there, but I don't watch it on a consistently basis. I just... I, I just don't like Joey Ryan. Uh, I really don't. Anything he's associated with, I just... I, just, I don't want to watch. Um, and that's, you know, that that's fine, right? Uh, I have that right to, to make that decision. I don't have to watch that guy. So... Yeah, Money Night Raw, man, for sure. Uh NWA is a fun watch. Uh MLW is a fun watch. So I'd go with those ones. And uh the final one comes in here. Um this one was actually sent through a DM. Um because the uh the question is uh rather lengthy for the uh for the uh um uh, the Instagram story response. Uh, And here's the question. Hey, Wade, try to write a question, but it only gives a limited amount of wording. Uh, Here's my question. With the recent WWE assignee, uh, Timothy Thatcher, Killer Cross, and uh, I hope I pronounced her name right, um, Aja Smith, or Aja Smith. Uh, Because I'm not really familiar with their work. Um, Do you think the independent wrestling is thinning or just pure exaggeration from indie wrestling fans, knowing the fact that some of the well-known talents are getting signed to not just WWE, but other companies with limited indie wrestling bookings. So it's like a two part question in a way, right? Um, Do I think that it's thinning? No, I don't. Um, independent wrestling is never going to thin out because there are so many promotions, not just nationwide, but around the world. There's just so many promotions. There's so many wrestling schools. There's always going to be people that are going to be produced. Um, and there's going to be people in like the WWE performance center. That's going to be produced as well. Uh, it's going to be like an endless supply. The only way that that's going to start thinning out is if people lose interest in wanting to become wrestlers that and I guess that could kind of go hand in hand with what the current product is, but there's so many options out there that everybody that's in an independent wrestling, I would say thirty years ago, they got into training and whatnot primarily because of what they saw in the w w e or maybe because of something they grew up watching WWE, maybe NWA and WCW, right? But today, people that get involved in wrestling and want to learn how to be a wrestler, there's so much out there that is influencing them. WWE, NXT, AEW, Impact. Um, as far as recently as NWA, uh, MLW, New Japan, uh, the promotions out there in the UK... You know what I mean? A lot of promotions out there in Canada, you know, um, uh, Scott DeMore's promotion. There's going to be kids that go to these shows and they're going to see these guys and these women and they're going to say, this is fun. And Because it's so localized, they're going to feel, I could do that and they're going to get involved in it. So, no, I don't think it's thinning out. There's always going to be people It'll make, you know, some of the bigger names get signed. The top draws in indie wrestling will thin out. But you give it up to six months, and the way that some of these wrestlers can promote themselves and the way the independent wrestling bookers and promoters uh book the cards and whatnot, you'll have a brand new uh group of, of top names. Um... Uh, second part of this question here is it just pure exaggeration from wrestling fans knowing the fact that some of the well-known talent are getting signed not just WWE but other promotions with limited indie wrestling bookings I do think it's an over-exaggeration um it's just because you know everybody's got a small handful you can count on one hand what your your absolute top favorites are right So let's say there are five of your absolute top favorites that sell you on buying tickets. Let's say three of them get signed. Let's say WWE signs two, AEW grabs one. You got two left, right? Well, those indie promotions you go to and you see those guys, this kind of goes back to what I was saying before, um, there's going to be stars that will be made to replace those spots. And so it is a gamble, because not everybody's going to become your new favorite but the likelihood of you getting replacements on your three favorites is pretty high. So you're still going to continue to go because you're going to want to watch the show and you're going to want to support these guys. And if somebody grabs your attention, you're going to want to help them out in essence helps their rising star continue to to rise and other people get into it as well. Yeah, it's an exaggeration. Um, I look at I look at the wrestling business like a fondue, right? You got your top, it flows down, and it recycles back up to the top, and it just keeps going and going and going. There may be days that it slows down. There may be days that it speeds up. But there's always going to be a constant loop. So that's what I think. And on the topic of uh, these new signees, uh, Timothy Thatcher, I got to witness perform a few times in person uh, back in the Wrestling Cares Association. Phenomenal worker. He's going to fit in like, you know, perfect, especially on the NXT brands. Killer Cross, great talent, great look. He's got a great head on his shoulders. He knew exactly how to build himself up on the indie level. With the right coaching in the performance center, the uh, sky is the limit for this guy. And the other person you mentioned, um, Aja Smith. If the, I, And I again, I'm not familiar with her work. I know it's a female. I've seen photos. But I'm not familiar with her work. I, I apologize if I'm mispronouncing her name. But... Um... I, I, like i said i don't know anything about her but if she signed i mean obviously there's something there so congratulations to all of them that's that's a that's a cool thing right there all right so that does it for the q and a podcast this week ladies and gentlemen um again to submit your questions keep an eye out on the instagram stories at ringscoops on instagram at Scoops on instagram look out for the instagram stories to submit your questions uh you can also submit questions through email as well ringscoops at gmail.com so there's two different ways you can do that uh and soon hopefully i'll be putting these up on youtube as well and a way to submit questions would be through youtube comments when these become available on that platform so all right, thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget, uh, Ring Scoops on Instagram and Twitter at Ring Scoops. Facebook.com slash Ring Scoops. And ProWrestlingTees.com slash Ring Scoops. And Twitch.tv slash Ring Scoops Guy. All one word, Ring Scoops Guy. All right, cool. Thank you all for tuning in. Till next time, be cool.